This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello and welcome to the Betting Weekly Extra Time Liga show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. With me, Rob Daly, to look ahead to round 36 of the top flight in France. It's your favourite pair, Steve Wiss and uh, James Easton. Boys, great to have you on as always. I can't believe we're nearly we're nearly done and things have been decided in the league table in terms of relegation and Europe. But let's have a quick recap on how we got on last week before looking ahead to the upcoming matches, starting with you, Steve. It was it was close to an absolutely massive week for me. I was one goal away with that big Ren team total price at plus six fifty. Width of a post away, actually, Rob. Uh, yeah, I um, saw that. I felt mm, sorry for you, Steve, because it was a lovely, a lovely. Was that a half unit pick? Yeah, but the, yeah. I do know a lot of people. I got a lot of messages saying that they cashed big on that game on the advice of this show, either in overs or um, you know there were people who took handicaps and stuff on Ren. So. You know, it was, um, I'll take it if you'd offered Brilliant work. that result. Yeah, yeah. No. so it was really close to a massive week. In the end, I ended up level, two winners, two half losers, a loser. That's, that's okay at this stage. It's, I don't mind a level week. Yes, and also we cashed on one of our futures picks last week with Trois finally being relegated, yeah. which we... <laughs> Which we've known for some time is going to happen. They finally went down last week. This is a pick that Steve and I uh, gave out on the show at the midway point of the season when I think Twy was still outside the relegation zone and a big odds against Price to be relegated. Um, well, they've gone down now, so that's it's all over for Twy. So that helped as well towards the profit last week. But on the Ren game, Steve was desperately unlucky there with the pick. It was a fantastic, yeah. audacious pick. And as the goals were flying in towards the end of that game, it did look as though Ren were going to win five or six, which was exactly what Steve had flagged up on the show. We just missed out with the... With the half unit pick on a on a huge Ren goals total, but Ren were dominant in that game, and um, yes, it was a, it was a good show overall last week in terms of the returns. I feel like Steve sometimes with a pick like that, people probably go, "Okay, so he thinks that I'm, I can shave a goal off that." Do you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, have there was to go. A few, there was someone who actually messaged me saying that I actually took the Ren team total over three and a half. That's still right. a very good price. It was like plus yeah. three fifty or something. But uh, James, you had two out of three winners last week. Um, yes, it was. Uh, you know, it was a very good, it was a very good show again, really. It's been, um, yeah, that was definitely well worth uh, anyone listening to. Let's just say that. Didn't we call that PSG pummeling as well of a, of a Jack show, um, given the fact that Mbappe's on the hunt uh, for the yes. top score accolade as well. He got a couple of goals in the game. Um, no doubt watching Real Madrid jealously as they play in the Champions League semi-final this week. Um, 
Right. A quick one on Lars. Let's have like a 30 seconds each on Lars. Top three guaranteed, at least in the Champions League qualifiers. We're not talking about them this week, but what a season, James. Absolutely brilliant season for Lance. Um, I did not expect them to be a top three side this season. I thought they were a top eight side, so maybe not even top six. Uh, fantastic achievement to be in the top three, guaranteed with a couple of games to go. Their manager, Frank S., is a strong contender for manager of the year in League One. Uh, we had the manager of the year and the player of the year shortlists announced this week. He is on it, which is no surprise. Brilliant. And great for French football that a club with a fantastic fan base have made it actually into the top three. Every single Lance home game this season has sold out and um, they've had some great entertainment because the team has been brilliant. Yeah, they've actually overachieved their expected goals against by 14 goals, 13 more expected points and they should have. Um, what can you say? I mean, that's the getting the absolute most out of a team, isn't it, for the manager, uh, Frank Ice? And uh, you look at those numbers and you think, oh, maybe they've been a bit lucky. But over the course of a season, then it just comes down to really, really good coaching. I, that was some comeback, by the way. Brilliant. Against, um, yeah, against Ranzo. The only red card men. for Danzo, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I actually was hoping they would lose the game because uh, I still, I've got that lot outright bet on Marseille to finish second. But um, the, the sheer fight in that team is unbelievable. It really is. And, um, you know, I, I keep going on about Pascal Gassian should be manager of the year, and I still think he should. But Frank Ice is bloody making a strong case. Really strong case. Yeah, from 1-0 down and down to 10 men, uh, they went on to win the game. In a week with Florian um, Balogun, Cavanti will play for the United States. Very interesting uh, developments out of France uh, this week. We'll see which club he's playing for next season. If he is back at Arsenal, but he wants to be the main man. Right, let's get to our, our picks. Uh, some really uh, good games this weekend. And we start with Steve's first pick. He's got four this week. Leon versus Monaco. Monaco fourth. And I mean, it looks like Champions League football's beyond them. Leon the hosts. Massive match, Steve. What have you seen? Well, that Monaco game last week was absolutely terrible, by the way. Nil-nil against Lille. I couldn't have called a game so badly all year. Like both teams just didn't seem to care. Um, and Monaco especially seemed to be... I mean, they're hard to predict anyway, aren't they? What sort of mood they're in. But uh, it looks like they're secured for their fourth position, really. Five points clear of Lille. Um, they should be in Europe. They can't really uh, get in the top three now. The pick that I like for this game is... Uh, I don't really know why... I've not been getting involved more with this recently. Is Alexandra Lacazette anytime scorer at minus 107? Now, I don't normally like taking anytime scorers at minus money, but this guy, since he came back from injury, has been in incredible form. He scored in near enough every game that he's played in since he came back from injury at the uh, start of uh, March. I think it was just a couple of games that he didn't score in uh, PSG, Leon, and Strasbourg, Leon. Scored four goals against. Montpellier in that infamous 5-4. He was on the score sheet last week against Clermont. He should have scored again. He missed a penalty. Um, and yeah, at minus 107, I just think when a man that's in the golden boot race, one behind Mbappe, he's going to be seething about that penalty miss. And I think he's going to be looking to be quite selfish in this game, to be honest. Uh, Leon now, their race might be run in terms of getting into Europe. I mean, they lost against Clermont. Clermont again defying this show unbelievably last week. Um, I mean, just a quick word on that. There'll be there'll be some listeners say I, I know I've had a few messages about Clermont 
and uh, how we keep betting against them. But if you keep looking at their underlying metrics, then you would understand why. But I, I get why people look at results and think um, that uh, we've been a bit silly taking on Clermont. But nevertheless, you know, Lacazette, I think, will be really angry, I say, after that penalty missed last week. Ang- angry sort of after the result, really, as well. I think they'll put on a good show against Monaco. I think they'll beat them. I think Leon will get the three points here. But there's no way I can trust this team because their defence is too unreliable. So the angle that I like is Lacazette to score anytime at minus 107. You've got to think if Leon do win, he's more than likely to be on the score sheet, you know, against a Monaco team who, quite frankly, you know, at times you do really worry about their mentality. Um, so I think there'll be certainly enough chances for Lacazette. Minus 107 just about looks an acceptable price on a man that's been in unbelievable goal-scoring form in the last you know, six, six to eight weeks, really. Yeah, that the goalless draw there that Steve has mentioned between Monaco and Lille last weekend was a huge disappointment because uh, very little happened in the game. I know that it's been put forward as a reason as to why that was such a poor game. It might have been down to the fact they couldn't water the pitch before the match because of a council ban in Monaco on the pitch being watered. And it... <laughs> It did. They do have problems with the pitch anyway at Monaco. They always have had because of the way that the pitch is built on top of a car park in the stadium. So if it's not watered, it does cause problems. But watching the game, actually, I I didn't know that before the game. Watching the game and then learning that afterwards, you think, actually, yeah, that does make sense because it was a really dry pitch and and made it difficult. And I think Stevie's right there on on Monaco and Leon. It's quite difficult to know what you're going to get from these two teams. And I think when that is the case, sometimes it is better to look at the player markets because actually Lacazette is more reliable than than Leon at the moment in the same way that Ben Yedder has been at certain times this season for Monaco. So it's about reading those trends really with the players and and who's in form and then looking at the prices and seeing seeing what comes up. Monaco are going to finish fourth realistically. It would take quite an unusual set of circumstances for them to pit Marseille eight points behind them with three games to go in third, get the Champions League. And they're five points above Lille in the Conference League playoff spot. Do you think there's still that motivation it's a good for their remaining games. Yeah, it's a good question, Rob. I, I'm not sure there is actually, and uh, you know there are rumours of a few problems off the pitch. Not big problems, but the sporting director Paul Mitchell, we know, is leaving at the end of the season. Yeah, uh, Wilson Benyeda has had a suspension, an internal suspension recently, so not a particularly happy camp. And the Paul Mitchell change that's coming up might just lead a few people to think that next season isn't quite. Um, a, a target because so much is going to change over the summer. There's quite a few Monaco players as well who might leave uh, this summer. So there is a sense that they're possibly not as focused as one or two of the other teams at the top of the table to get into Europe. And that might be feeding into what we're seeing, I think, from Monaco at the moment. Uh, so Lacazette is the man to watch from uh, from Steve's pick. And Monaco do have the worst defence of any team in the top half of the table, they've conceded 51 goals from their 35 games. By comparison, Marseille above them have only conceded uh, 35 times. OK, we're going to James' uh, first pick of the show. And uh, it involves the aforementioned Marseille in third. They're away at Lille, who are in fifth at the moment. That's a Europa League, uh, Europa Conference League playoff spot. Yes, and this so this is a huge game for both of these two teams, uh, both going for places in Europe, but both wanting to improve their current places in Europe. 
Um, should be a great game, this. Uh, entertaining as well as intense, because that is the style I think we would see from these two teams anyway, even more so with so much at stake. But I've gone for a player pick here, Rob. So my pick is on Dimitri Payet to have over half a shot on target, which is available at plus 125. Dimitri Payet, people might have forgotten, I think, until the last couple of weeks, actually played for Marseille. Um, nobody has been downgraded at Marseille as much as Dimitri Payet since Igor Tudor took over as manager last year. Let's not forget, he was an important player for Marseille right up until Tudor's appointment in the summer and hasn't really featured because, simply, uh, Tudor feels he's not suitable for the type of high-pressing football that he wanted the team to play this season. So Payet has had only nine starts in uh, League One uh, this season. Yeah, very few starts um, because of the way that they wanted to play and a couple of other players have been brought in and been used ahead of him. I actually think that this is a mistake from Igor Tudor and I think if they do miss out on second spot in League One, I think part of it will be down to how little football Dimitri Payet has played because I'm backing him this week on the strength of what we've seen from him in the last couple of games when he's finally been given a chance to remind us what a great player he can be. Um, So he started last week and scored in the 3-1 win against Angers. And he got that place in the team last week because he scored as a substitute the week before against Lons. Um, So what we're seeing at the moment from Dimitri Payet is a player who's showing he is fit. And we know what a great player he can be when he's fit. And he's in form. So I was very happy to back him here. Uh, just to manage a shot on target. Now, if you're worried about whether or not Dimitri Pike will start the game, given that's something he doesn't do much, then you don't have to with this pick because if he's not in the starting 11, your your bet will be voided, which means you'll just simply get your stakes back. So there's no risk to the bet losing if Payet's not involved in the kickoff. Yeah. yeah, he's either in the team and then your bet runs or he's not in the team and then your bet doesn't run. So I'm hoping he's in the team. And if he's in the team, he might not get the full 90 minutes, but he will be important. And he'll be very, very keen to show what he can do because he's had so few chances uh, this season. Um, And I was looking at his stats, Rob. If you take away the nine starts that he's had and look at the 15 substitute appearances he's had, he's only actually averaged 15 minutes per substitute appearance, which isn't it's not a huge amount. It's not nothing. He's not coming on with five minutes to go. But I think he'll have been frustrated that he's only been given about 15 minutes a game when he's come on to influence matches. So I think what we've got here, if Payet starts, is a really proud player who is still technically club captain at Marseille, who will have a point to prove and you know want to show that he can play a part in Marseille, hopefully finishing second in the league, which is what they're going for. Um, so I'm expecting big things from him if he starts. And I think the fact he scored and played really well last week against Andre means it's going to be difficult for Igor Tudor to leave him out of the starting 11 uh, this weekend in, in this big game against the Lille team that, of course, Dimitri Payet did used to play for. So he, he'd love to play in this match. It would be against one of his one of his many former clubs. So that's the pick. It's on Dimitri Payet just to have one shot on target. It's over 0.5 shots on target, and it's available at plus 125. Yeah, I think Igor Tudor made the um, the managerial shortlist, isn't he, for manager, manager of the year, which I think is slightly generous. Um, you know, let's be honest, Marseille should have cruised to second place. 
or really they should be capitalizing on PSG's problems this year because uh, I think Tudor at times has shown some some good things but th- there's certainly been a lot of questionable decisions from him as well and uh, you're right James it's I was almost a bit sad listening to you just then talking about Paye because uh, it has been it's almost a story of, of of what if and and all that sort of thing it's just a case of a manager thinking that a player does not suit his system so you know he's he's kicked him into touch so um I mean that's football sometimes isn't it but uh, hopefully he can remind people again of why you know he has been such a great player throughout his career this this is this match you know I don't trust Marseille to win it I actually think Lille are more likely to get the three points to be honest with you um, we saw that match against Lons, didn't we? Marseille lost there. And I think we might get a similar sort of contest, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, let's hopefully Paye can get himself starting and, and get that pick for you uh, in the bag, James. Yeah, well, I think as well, If, if I was just going to say, well, if Paye, to be completely fair to him, hasn't caused any problems from the bench about this. We've hardly heard a word from him about the fact mm. he's been dropped. And yeah, the, the way Marseille played with a 3-4-2-1, he's ideally made for one of the two two players behind yeah, Alexis Sanchez. Because he's not a winger, is he? Especially now these days. Yeah. That, right. And in the first few games, he did actually show a great understanding with Alexis Sanchez and then got, got dropped. I mean, he's had to watch people like Matteo Genduzzi play yeah, as one of the number 10s. Yeah. It must be so yeah. frustrating because that's yeah. obviously not Genduzzi's position. So hats off to Payet, who has had the odd run-in with a manager and a uh, 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 teammates at times in his career, he's just got on with it on the training ground with very little reward at the weekend. So to see him come into the team at Marseille the last couple of weeks and and deliver and be decisive has been great. So we, yeah, we just need him to do that one more time this week. Really, he uh, this about this uh, sla- this accusation of slapping in the Lens game recently, yes, and a disciplinary hearing. So t- say there was a case where he was suspended, James, hypothetically. Would that mean the same as a selection issue that the bet is just null and void? Don't worry about it, kind of thing. Correct. Yes. So that that is a that is an issue hanging over Payet. We're waiting to see if and when he is suspended. This is for the incident at the end of the game that he was involved yeah. with the other week. Yeah. So he could be ruled out, and they tend to have their disciplinary hearings in France on a on a Wednesday or a Thursday, more likely. If he were ruled out, don't worry. It's just a voided bet. You would get your stakes back. It's literally a case of if he starts, your bet runs. Any other outcome, you, you just get your stakes back. Okay, I like it a lot. Um, okay, let's go to the next game. And you both have uh, a dog in the fight here. Ajaxia versus Ren, 18th versus uh, 6th. Uh, Ren still in the hunt for a European uh, spot via the league. Um, let's start with you on this one, Steve. Yeah, we've both got exactly the same pick for this game, Rob. And it is... Boring! Uh, re- <laughs> Ren minus one Asian handicap at um what's the price? Minus one thirteen is the odds for this one. And uh, it's one of those where I, I knew James would be on the same pick. It's what it was just sticks These are out my like favorites. Yeah. It stuck out like a sore thumb, really, did this selection <laughs> on the round. Um I mean we talk about Ren. Ren will be hoping that Marseille can get some points again that much against Lille, because if they do, then it's totally in Ren's hands to finish fifth if they were to win all their remaining games. And uh, there's a problem. My only doubt about this pick is that Ren away from home have only got the 13th best away record this season, which is shocking, really. That's what's let them down. Um, Don't really know what's gone wrong. 
but there's no excuses for them not to to beat Tajazio. Um, Tajazio just, you know, we've given them praise at times this year for their fighting spirit and everything, but they're so limited offensively. Their expected goals is the worst in the league at thirty point six eight. I mean, they've underachieved that mark. Actually, they've only scored twenty two times, so they're just it, it, the, the metrics, the performances just suggest they simply are not good enough at league at level. At any level, really, in any capacity, but certainly offensively, they just don't have enough weapons. Um, just, it's just a straight case of they're not good enough. So you only often need one goal to actually beat them. Now, I was looking at the team total for Ren again this week, but oh, in, 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 instead of the Asian handicap, but I would rather have that exact 1-0 scoreline in my pocket as a potential push or refund in case it ended that way. But Wren should win this game probably 2-0, 3-0, logically. So I think taking the minus one Asian handicap is is the safest way, the percentage way to go for this game. Again, I mean, Ajaxi have got nothing to play for either. I don't think they're going to show too much fight. You know, already in the back of the back of their minds, they're probably thinking about, you know, the Corsican derby next year against Bastia. They've got that to look forward to in League De. So um Wren, I mean it's a poor away record, but absolutely no excuses here. And they might have a huge dangling carrot if Lille have already dropped points on this Saturday evening. So it should be a straightforward away win. Yeah, Steve Steve just said there about yeah, sometimes playing percentages with, with these picks. I think that's absolutely right. Sometimes the way to look at a selection is what are the chances of this not winning? What are the chances of not getting your stakes back here? And this is one of the games I, I did that with. Um, I've got the same pick as Steve, as he said. It's Ren minus one on the Asian handicap. With that pick, you can only lose if Ren don't win the game. So if they get beaten by an Ajaxio side who are already relegated, or if the game ends in a draw. And whichever way you look at it, what are the chances of that happening? I mean, they're very, yeah. very small because Ajaxio are already relegated. They're a much poorer side than Wren anyway. And Wren, as Steve has said, they're going for a place in Europe and they'll see this. What a great chance to guarantee that we stay in the race, either in the position we're in in the league at the moment, or ideally if Marseille, if sorry, if Lille drop points in a better position. So you've got two sides here who are at opposite ends of the motivation scale, which at this time of the season is so important. And Ren are a much better side anyway. So however you look at it, you've got to say Ren have got a huge chance of winning this match. And with the Asian handicap pick here, if they win by a single goal, then you get your stakes back, nothing lost. And if they go on and win by, by two or more goals, then you've got a winning pick. So it's a really obvious selection in a way but when you look at the price and i saw the price of minus 113 on ren minus one asian handicap i was very happy to take that because it's a decent price but what feels like a bet to nothing now there's no such thing as a bet to nothing obviously it could lose it could be the day that ajaxio pull out a brilliant performance or ren underachieve so you never know what's going to happen but it's a great chance really to get on a side who are much better and have got much better motivation uh, than their opponents. So, yeah, like Steve, it stood out, and I was very happy to take it. One other thing to say about Ajaxio as well, their manager, Olivier Pantaloni, has made it very clear now for weeks that he's actually preparing for next season in League Two. He might rotate here. We've seen him change his goalkeeper the last couple of games. Um, he's given the number two goalkeeper, Solicaro, who I'm not a fan of, 
um, the number one shirt, and he's played in the last two matches, which has weakened the team in defence. We might see a bit more of that now that uh, Ajaxio are relegated and have only got a couple of games to go because Pantaloni, the manager, has said he wants to focus a little bit on the players that will be there with the club in League Two next season. So we might not even see Ajaxio play their strongest side here. Um, as I say, it's very difficult to see how Wren don't win this match. So, yeah, I'm not surprised it's one of the bets that Steve and I have doubled up on this week because it really did stand out as a great pick. Okay, so in honour of that, could you both say the pick at exactly the same time to finish the section? And if you say different things, it doesn't matter. So here we go in three, two, one. Ren, Ren minus, minus one, one Asian, Asian handicap minus Ajaxio, 113. Minus 113. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Rob, it's that's one of those, just, right? That's just bad broadcasting, isn't it, really? We're both on the same pick. <laughs> you, you know... I think it's the sort of pick that you would be taking as well, Rob. Absolutely. You know, I think all, it's so yeah. all three of us are in complete unison here. I would imagine looking yeah. at things, it's just it's the handicap probably should be bigger. That's the other thing to say. But you probably should be yes. minus one point two five or minus one and a half to be. To so, be yeah. So honest. is it, okay on that? Is there, is there a price? Should it move that you'd think? Uh, what would be the tipping point roughly uh, well, for you to think? Yeah, I think minus. I think once you get into, I think you've got to take the minus one Asian handicap if you can, because you've got the full push on your side. So yeah. I'd say anything to like minus one forty, probably. Yes, I wouldn't have. Ta- would I have taken it if you needed Ajaxia, uh, If you needed Ren to win by two goals at this price, would I have taken it? Probably just not. Um, but the fact that I'm even hesitating on that shows what a great opportunity it is to back them when they need to win by only one goal, right? I mean, it's a, it's just a great opportunity. Because as I say, it feels like a bet to nothing because you cannot see a way that Wren won't win. And the minute they win the game, you don't lose any money. That's the that's the way I looked at it. Okay. Uh, the guys are on the same wavelength in terms of the next fixture as well. Trois, um I've had a right old kicking on this show. Steve went in on them last week. Uh, they host Strasbourg 19th versus 14th. But you've both seen something here, but different things uh, in a way. So, uh, James, you kick us off here. Yes, I mean, this is exactly the same logic and exactly the same pick, uh, Rob, from me that I've had on the Ren game. So it's Strasbourg minus one on the Asian handicap at Trois. Slightly better odds than we got on Ren. Uh, Strasbourg are plus 107. On the Asian handicap, it's exactly the same thinking. You've got a team here in Strasbourg who are, in their case trying to avoid relegation. They've got themselves into a pretty good position. They're five points above the relegation zone now. So if they win this match, what a great position they're in. They've got uh, a huge cushion over the bottom four. And they're facing a twat side who uh, finally were relegated last weekend and I've got nothing to play for. So again, motivation is a huge factor in this pick because the difference in motivation between the two sides is so big and um, sometimes at this time of year with teams who are relegated or in mid table with nothing to play for there are very clear secondary reasons why they might be motivated why they might have something to play for whether it's that they've got momentum um, they're on a good run we've seen that with Claremont recently where they're in mid table and they keep getting wins and draws and we're not quite sure why but they seem to be uh, self-motivated to finish the season strongly I think Trois, having been relegated, are the total opposite of that. I cannot see how they can even keep it together, to be honest, in matches 
because we know they've got problems off the pitch. We know that Patrick Kisnorbo um, has been a poor appointment as manager. We know that certain players, such as Adil Rami, are counting down the days till the season ends. And I just can't see how Trois can be properly motivated um, to put up a fight here against the team who have got everything to play for and will be absolutely gunning for three points to improve their chances of avoiding relegation. So for me, this looks as strong a pick as the Ren pick, in a way. Um, Strasbourg are not as good a team as, as Ren, which is reflected in the league table, but they have got good momentum. They won 2-0 against Nice last weekend. And um, yeah, I think they'll go into this in pretty confident mood after that performance. And um, what a great time to be playing Twa. You're playing them the week after they've been finally officially relegated. Um, so I expect Strasbourg to get about them from the start and um, and get the three points. And they get the three points to win by a single goal. Then with the mi- minus one Asian handicap pick, you get your stakes back. And if Strasbourg go on and win by uh, two or more goals, then uh, then you've got a winning pick here. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to Habib Diallo, who is the reason as well I went on this pick. Habib Diallo is on 20 goals for the season now with Strasbourg. He's been absolutely fantastic. Very unlucky, I think, not to be named on their player of the year shortlist mm. for League One this year, uh, this week. Um, but he's the reason I think they're going to avoid relegation. And he's the reason this this pick might get pushed to a win rather than having your stakes returned because he's got 14 goals now in 2023 alone. He's in great form. Um, so, yeah, very happy to back Strasbourg here, Rob. I fully expect them to win the game this weekend. Yeah, my, my pick for the game is a bit of a more a boring one, Willie. Um, Strasbourg over one and a half goals, team total at minus 141. Not too much else to add, really. This is going to be a bet um, every single show, rest of the season. Uh, the team total, whoever's facing Troyes, they've now conceded 146 shots in their last six games. Wow. Just, it's that horrendous. Is, I mean, it's unbelievable. As I say last week, <laughs> frustrated. I didn't get the really big winner on on yeah, Ren. It, it yeah. could have been. It could have been seven or eight. So I don't see a reason why Strasbourg can't score at least two goals in this game. The the, the hunger and motivations there. They're a lot better than Troyes. I nearly had a, a bonus pick on over two and a half Strasbourg team total here, but they just need to win the game, and I think that'll be enough for survival. So I think if they went two 0 up. They might, ju- and you know, the manager's a canny, canny old fox, and he'll just say, you know what, let's just shoot up shop a little bit, control the game, get the three points we need. So, yeah, a bit of a boring selection, but there's no absolutely no reason why Strasbourg can't get two goals here over one and a half goals team total, minus one forty one. I quite like Diallo anytime as well. Uh, he's at minus one oh seven. Wouldn't surprise me to see him hit the back of the net. There are no boring picks if they're winning ones. Steve, so don't worry about that. We're all good. Um, and you get the final pick. Is this one boring? Rem, no. <laughs> Rem, Rem versus Angers. You've got to do this relatively quickly because we're nearly out of time. Yeah. So uh, what have you got here, mate? Well, do you know, I actually quite fancy Angers to win this game. What? At, at, um, you can actually get plus 600 on them to, to win. This is, not the pick. this is not the pick, by the way. But um, wow. the pick, the pick I'm going with is over 2.75. <laughs> Angers have 14 points, don't they? Let me check the table. 14 points. They've won three games all season. Why are you, they have... what is your problem, Will, still? What's happened? What's happened between you and him? Something happened? The the pick I'm going with is, is over 2.75 <laughs> goals at minus 121. I, look, I, I think Angers, they've got three games left to basically get some sort of respectability here. Mm. And I actually, 
I mean, we're hoping they do win their final three games and we might still cash on either the Toir or Jatsio to finish bottom out, outright. That's it's true. not impossible. Angers have got Toir next week. I'll be, I'll be betting on Angers next week, no doubt about it. But um, in this instance, I think we're going to get quite a lot of goals. I've noticed in recent... Angers have scored in all of their last six games. So they're, they're going down swinging a little bit. They're having a go, as you would expect. They're conceding a lot of goals as well. So that is a, a big concern. So, I mean, Rans alone could cover this over 2.75 goal line. But I think Angers can contribute. I think we're getting two teams here who there's no pressure on their shoulders. Rams are solidly mid-table. Angers... Obviously, a rock bottom. No one's expecting a thing from them. And I think they'll, they'll, they'll I wouldn't honestly be surprised to see them win the game. If they can get a good start here. I mean, they took the lead against Marseille last week. So, yeah, I think there's still a little bit of pride at stake for, for Angers. You could do worse than, than have a little nibble at plus This is now although... my game to watch this weekend. I wow. thought this was the least interesting match for the picks to go with. And now the, I, I cannot Steve... wait for Rams yeah. Steve has I mean... knocked, knocked me sideways with that with that with that <laughs> idea on Angers. Although it's made me think while he was doing the rest of the tip there. Let's not forget, and we did flag this up on the show quite a few shows ago. Angers are actually quite keen to avoid having the worst. Ah, of course, yeah. of, they are. What is it? Know, I think the total is 17 from a launch side back in the late 80s. They finished the season with 17 points. And Angers are on 14 at the moment. They've got a few yeah, games 14. left to Yeah, three yeah, games so, left, yeah. When you look at these teams who don't, in theory, have anything to play for in the league table, but might have a secondary reason to be motivated, actually, Andre do fall into that camp because they, yeah, they do want to avoid having the worst ever points total in league one. Well, no, yeah. I think Steve's right; they have shown a bit of fight recently. They they weren't too bad actually for a period against Rennes the other week, were they? When they lost, no, they weren't they had, too bad. I, they played goals they played in well them. in the first half. So, wow, maybe we're onto something over. Here. Just a reminder of the pick, it's over 2.75 goals, <laughs> minus 121. So, so if Rams the listener win this, knows. Yeah, if, yeah. Well, if, so let's just say if Rams do win this 4 0, it's a, it's a cashed winner. So yeah. we're not relying on Angers. <laughs> we're hoping that they can get can contribute towards this total. But um, the goals will, goals will do me nicely here. And next week, yeah, I promise you, I'll be betting on Angers in some form. Okay, boys, excellent work as always. That's all we have time for on the Betting Weekly Extra Time Liga show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook app, because we win to follow the guys and all the experts on the network on Twitter. And a reminder all the prices are available at the Bet Rivers website. It's goodbye from Angers Loving, Steve, James, and myself. We'll be back with two games to go up beyond that uh, for the rest of the season. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.